Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, DJN, it is Monday, May 15th. The Celtics advance to the conference finals. The Golden Knights beat the Oilers. And John Morant went bang, bang, bang again this weekend. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Zach Panther. Panther, I know you went away this weekend. How was it? Um, You know, I'm looking forward to doing some sports betting. Uh, Jumpy Zebra and I actually just got murdered. I think I'm still bleeding from the... Uh, they could build a whole new tower. Like, uh, we've got a sweet paid for for somebody um, because it was not a good weekend so <laughs> i'm ready to do some sports betting yeah i, I, f- I found it funny too is you, you were going through your notes and you're like oh man i had a terrible terrible sports betting day on friday but you were looking at your thursday picks instead compared to yeah. friday not not saying your thursday was terrible you're looking at it's like oh man that team lost that team but you, it was the games you bet on thursday you were looking at for friday so hopefully hopefully a good sports betting a light light sports betting day today not a lot going on sports betting wise not a lot going on, but I did find a lot of baseball to pick. So uh, I'll, I'll carry the torch with the baseball picks. How's that? Please do. I, I I pretty much got nothing. But I do have something to talk about, and that is the Boston Celtics beat the Philadelphia 76ers in Game 7 last night. In, would you call it convincing fashion? I mean, uh, it's convincing the word you'd want to use in that game? I think there's a lot of adjectives you could use for that game. But, you know, Philadelphia was in that game. The entire first half, uh, early start, early start of the third quarter, uh, 30 seconds into the third quarter, um, Boston's up five. Philly's in that game. 11 minutes later, Boston's up 28, check mark, game over. I'm not sure what happened, but the Sixers, I'm kind of surprised. Are we waiting for Doc Rivers to get fired? I know he says he expects to come back, but is that enough for them to throw their hat in the uh, coaching change along with Milwaukee, Toronto, and now Phoenix? Yeah, I mean, here here's the thing. Um, he can say that he wants to be back all, all he wants. I think he knows deep down in his heart he's not coming back. There's no way they're bringing him back. Impossible. I- impossible. And I think that's, that's, that's the main storyline out of this is where do the Sixers go from here? 
because we can talk about the Celtics. I don't want to talk about the Celtics right now. There'll be plenty to talk about the Celtics because they have another series to play. We'll be talking about them uh, come what Wednesday when when that series kicks off against the Heat. So plenty to talk about the Celtics. Uh, Jason Tatum, 51 points, most ever in a Game 7, just eclipsing uh, Steph Curry. Uh, Lots of great stuff to talk about with this Boston team in a Game 7, but really it's the 76ers that's my focus here today and the fact that uh, Doc Rivers more than likely going to be gone, which will then bring the tally up to, I think, Three championship-winning coaches fired this season. Unbelievable. You know, it's, it's interesting because a couple of weeks ago we were talking about when Nick Nurse lost his job. Oh, where can he go? He can go to Detroit. He can go to Houston. And now you've got some really, really good options. Um, you know, teams that were championship-caliber teams, clamoring for a title. Phoenix, Milwaukee, you got some great players, some Hall of Fame players. And now probably, I'm going to guess, Philadelphia is going to have a job opening. So, yeah, how quick the tide has turned. I would hate to be a head coach in the NBA right now. Like, it's just so quickly forgotten how successful you were. And that these, you know, uh, was it Monty Williams? I think it was his name down there in Phoenix. He was the winningest coach over the last four years. Didn't win a title. Boom, you're gone. Time for a change. I I would hate to be a coach in this environment. Yeah, and then you got someone like again, Ime Adoka, who he got got his team to the finals in his first season. Uh, you know, uh, Missoula has a chance at what age thirty four to get his team to the finals in his first season. So the, you look at guys like that, and it's like, well, what's their recipe for success? And I'll tell you, a good fucking team. <laughs> Uh, not not a secondary star player that only scores nine points, not an MVP that only scores, what, 15 points in a game seven. And then after the game, these guys are, are walking around like, oh, I don't know what went wrong. Uh, me, me and James Harden can't do it all alone. Well, you didn't do it together anyway. You no-showed in a game seven. When it mattered most. You guys know showed. And we t- we can talk about James uh, James Harden is the reason that this team, the, the, the series went seven. His heroics in game one reason that the that, that the Celtics didn't fucking even sweep Philadelphia. We, uh, let's get back. This should have been a four game sweep, Panther. The yeah. two games the two games that that that, that Philly uh, other than uh, you know again the, the game 5, the game 5 convincing fucking win by Philadelphia. Other than that, not at all. Not at all. Like it was it was J- James Harden got them in this fucking series, but when it mattered most, once again, he fucking disappeared and now he's got a player option. There's chatter of him maybe going back to Houston. I don't think fucking Houston's going to pay him all that fucking money that he thinks he's going to get. A lot of question marks around this team and the MVP who didn't make it to the conference finals. <clears throat> Jokic did. Well, I think if there's one thing I've been beating my drum about for since we started podcasting over three years ago has been depth. It takes depth to win a championship. And listen, I get it that the, the average age of the Miami Heat is 65 years old, but that's a deep team. That the Denver Nuggets are a deep team. That the Boston Celtics are a deep team. And God forbid the Lakers with what they did at the trade deadline. That is a deep team. What do all these teams that have failed have in common? Philadelphia is not deep. That is a two-trick pony right there. Phoenix is not deep. You know, um, Memphis. (laughs) We'll get to Memphis. Uh, All these teams that don't have depth, are watching for the sidelines. Depth matters, and I think this falls more on the general manager than it does the head coach. 
The teams that got bounced, that had championship aspirations, just did not have a second unit to help their stars in the first unit when they took a break. Yeah, listen, man, I'll say that the Lakers were the only team that were aggressive trading-wise that improved their depth. But I think that they could have I think they could have been worse off if they made the Kyrie trade. You, oh, you know, absolutely. I, th- I think if they would have pulled off the Kyrie trade, they would have cannibalized that team too much that they would have sacrificed the depth. Instead, they flipped guys like Patrick Beverly and, and Russell Westbrook that weren't quite working anyway, and they improved their roster and brought in more guys. You look at the, the, the Suns, they cannibalized their roster to get K- KD. The Sixers cannibalized their depth to get Harden last year, right? So, I mean... These teams went all in to get these star players and and impacted their team. Now, there was chatter that the Celtics might be in to try to trade for KD at one point in the year. And remember, I, I almost fucking jumped off a bridge then. Yeah, I was don't like, do Why? It. Why? Like, I, I, don't, I don't see, like, uh, especially at his age and his injury proneness, uh, is he an upgrade from, from, from Jalen Brown? And then you're going to have to throw in Derek White and, like, a handful of other guys? No! These guys, these guys are playing well together, and Tatum coming off arguably his worst performance in the playoffs ever, maybe. And, and he still, he still had a fucking great game six in the fourth quarter. By the way, you know he was unbelievable. He he came out to prove something, and I think he proved it. Uh, whereas uh, MVP and and James Harden, they looked around, and there was no there was no one else on that team that was going to fucking pick them up like like Jason Tatum uh, and the Celtics did in in game six. The the team rallied around him. Brogdon hit some big shots. You know uh, Brown. I think he's got um, six or seven 25-point games in these playoffs right now. You know, uh, he he doesn't mind taking over when he has to. And you look at that Sixers team, and I think, and, and that Suns team, and they just they just ran out of players that could do stuff on the court. And when their top guys weren't able to do everything, they were kind of uh, defeated. Now, you mentioned Memphis, because I think Memphis has a major problem talking about one of their top guys. Once again, once again, John Morant on Instagram video posing with a gun, making gun fucking clicking, blah, 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 blah. Now, he, he's probably going to be suspended for a significant portion of next season. That at least double-digit games is the anticipation. You look at the draft class, Zion Williams can't stay on the court because, you know, he's, he's not healthy. You look at Ja, he's he's being influenced by just, you know, a wrong group of friends or whatever the fuck it is. We've seen this story multiple times. To me, it's looking like R.J. Barrett's the fucking cream of the co- crop from that class, Panther. R.J. Barrett, I mean, who'd have thought staying in a place like New York would make you uh, a stand-up guy? But I was kind of joking pre-shows, like maybe John Morant living in Memphis, just uh, maybe embracing the city culture, you know? Just (laughs) wants to be a bad boy on the wrong side of the neighborhood. I don't know what the hell's going on with this guy. He's got all the talent in the world. The Grizzlies are one of those teams that we've really liked for the last couple years. And then you take the Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks, you know, could keep his mouth shut here in the Lakers series. And now the John Moran for the second time in just a matter of a couple months with the gun, he's going to be suspended. Um, this is a team where I've always talked about Memphis's depth that may not be that deep anymore. They've got some, some issues that they're going to have to work out from the you know, general manager and head coach standpoint. But yeah, this is a bad, bad look, not only for Memphis, but especially for John Moran. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw, you know, Bill Simmons said, it's like, uh, who would have thought that a 96-hour program in Florida wouldn't work? 
you know. Oh, 96 hours. Yeah, I took care of it. <laughs> yeah, that team's going to have a lot of question marks going into the season. And yeah, it is a team that we thought very highly of. And now, uh, man, it's 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 crazy what, what, what something like that could do to an organization for, for years to come. So uh, maybe he gets dealt. Maybe maybe he goes to Philadelphia. Maybe that's maybe that's the way to fucking do it. You know, then he then uh, maybe he'll. Uh, He'll get into a little scrap on a playground and, and have to, you know, move out to, uh, you know, uh, uh, with his aunt, the auntie and uncle in Bel Air, right? That's going to happen. Um, last story. Congrats, Panther. Your Vegas Golden Knights disposed of the Edmonton Oilers. They are done. Uh, Edmonton Oilers were a big favorite to win this series, a big favorite to win the Stanley Cup. And now they find themselves eliminated. Your Golden Knights took it to them. And eliminated them in six games. Congrats, Panther. I've been riding this train. You know, I love every single day that we talked about the Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers. Even when we did, did the adjusted, uh, the series started, Edmonton was the had the um, worst odds, if you will, uh, to win the championship. Like Vegas, the sports books were giving the Golden Knights no chance. And I'm like, this is the number one seed. They got plus lines even when they were at home. Like there was so much of this that I didn't understand. I get it. They lost their goaltender and there was questions about their defense, the goaltending, but this team stepped up and they took care of a very high powered Edmonton team. They'll sit back and wait their Western conference championship opponent for game seven tonight. Um, But I like my golden Knights chances. They'll still have Home ice advantage, no matter who they play between Seattle and Dallas. And this could be another opportunity for the Golden Knights to actually snatch a Stanley Cup championship. I'm still on this train, man. Give me the Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. That's what we're rooting for, right? Hey, man. Uh, I, you know, at this point in time, like any of the teams that, that make it, uh, I'd kind of be a little bit excited about. Uh, even Edmonton, you know, they got the the, the young star players. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like you. It's kind of rooting against... Whenever there's like an overwhelming favorite, like we'll get to the game, the Seattle and uh, Dallas game. Whenever there's an overwhelming favorite, unless it's my Boston Celtics and I have to root for them, you know, you start to look at the underdog and say, man, like I really hope they make it. So, uh, yeah, congrats to the Golden Knights. I, I really like this team heading into the uh, into the season and they didn't play as exceptional as I thought they would. But I mean, I wasn't sleeping on them. Uh, you definitely weren't sleeping on them. I give you lots of kudos because I did fade them a couple of times and I, I, I lost some money <laughs> fading them. <laughs> uh, I won't make that mistake twice. All right, let's take a quick break. After the quick break, we will get into some sports betting. I don't have much to bet on today, but Panther's going to once again carry the sports betting load in one second. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. 
Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. Panther, um, you mentioned it. We got a game seven. Seattle cracking at the Dallas Stars. Uh, Seattle minus, uh, Seattle plus 160. Dallas minus 190. I can always almost anticipate what you're going to do. I don't know if it's the right decision or if it's just the value decision, but go ahead and do it anyway. Oh, this is a no-brainer. Like, you're not going to lay 210 on Dallas. Now, do I think Dallas wins at home game seven? Rockets crowd, everything on the line? Yeah, I kind of do. But Seattle's gone into Dallas and been victorious. Seattle has been probably the best road team in the NHL all season long. And I'm getting, what, a plus 170? Maybe it's better 180 than now. that. 180 now, yeah. There's, that's way too much value for a team that has a legitimate chance at winning this game. I definitely am jumping on the Kraken with my 10 bucks on Seattle. I guess I'll say moral support here because I, I – I think the value is there. I, I, I like the crack and just, man, it just seems like all my indicators point that the Dallas Stars win this game. And I, I, I'm definitely not going to bet minus 190, 215 in some books. I'm, I definitely can't fucking do that. I hate to cop out here, but I'm going to cop out. I, I'll lean Seattle with you just on the value play here. But I, just, I have the Dallas Stars winning way too many times for me to get close to that implied probability there. But I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for the crack and that's for fucking sure. All right, no basketball today. Uh, basketball starts back up tomorrow. The Western Conference Finals will start back tomorrow. But we do have a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've got some baseball games. A couple of games don't have lines. I think they're starting to get on the board now. So maybe I can get you something in some of those games that didn't have lines before if you're interested. But where are you starting us off at today? Start over on the East Coast in Baltimore where uh, the Japanese god, Shohei Otani, will take the mound for the Anaheim, California Angels of Los Angeles. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez on the mound, the much-heralded rookie for the Orioles. Should be a really good pitcher's duel. Listen, Vegas has given Baltimore a puncher's chance. The line already says Baltimore has a chance to win this game. But Otani has come up on the wrong side of his last two outings, and I think he's... 
he writes the ship and gets the win today. So I will call it a value play at minus 130. Give me the Japanese god himself and the angels for 10 bucks. Yeah, I think your point is valid, and it was probably enough to give me pause of not betting this one, is I do think Otani probably does bounce back and have a better start. But I, I like the Orioles here. I, I do think at home with that plus line, it's it's very tempting. But Otani's going to get right at some point and uh, you know, not get right. It's not like he's get, gotten wrong. I think he's going to get on the right side of, of winning <laughs> um, and win some games here. I'll lean the Orioles here, but I can't bet this one. All right, next game up, we're going to the Midwest. Divisional uh, matchup, rivalry, if you will, Milwaukee Brewers at St. Louis. This is another line that you could say stinks. And actually, I will say it actually does stink. Uh, Milwaukee minus 115 is what I saw with Freddie Peralta on the mound going against Jack Flaherty. Flaherty not pitching like a staff ace whatsoever, sporting a 6.18 ERA. The Cardinals have been a shit show all season. And you got to ask yourself, why are the Brew Crew only minus 115? I'm thinking some guys sit. Today's, you know, that de facto travel day. Mondays can sometimes be kind of rough. But even if some of their stars sit, the Brew the Cardinals suck. I get it. They just swept the Red Sox. Yay, kudos. I just don't like them at home against Milwaukee. So I will take the minus 115, put 10 bucks on the Brew Yeah, I'm going to lean the Brewers here with you in this one. I, a game that just... Man, I didn't like anything today, really. I mean, I, I'm I'm only betting one, and we'll see if we uh, we agree on that one. I just I just could not get to the Brewers in here. I should I should. It's just I think maybe it's their it's just their home and away split is just uh, you know they're a decent enough road team, but not a great road team. Cardinals, yeah, you're right, they suck. Oh, man, I'm gonna lean the Brewers with you, but I can't bet it. All right, next game up, we're going out into the Rocky Mountains where the Rockies will host my, I guess my, Cincinnati Reds. Hunter Green going to take the mound. Dude's thrown more 100-plus mile-an-hour pitches by himself than everybody else in Major League Baseball combined. Cincinnati's actually a road favorite going against Seabold, who's not a very good pitcher for the Rockies. I almost feel like Colorado is punting this game, if you will. I like the Reds' chances. Going to eat a little bit of chalk on the road, but give me the Reds for 10 bucks. Yeah, let me pull up a line here. See, try to refresh this. So Reds minus one twenty is the best I can get you there. Uh, yeah, I, moral support. I'm leaning the Reds here too. I, I almost bet this one. Uh, Colorado had a nice little stretch where they looked pretty good. Uh, you know, the, the Reds aren't a bad team. Like you know, I know we don't. We should avoid using good and bad teams. You know, they're six and thirteen away on the you know away from uh, uh, Cincinnati. So you know. Not a team you can really depend on on the road, but man, Green's got to win one, right? He's he's got to win one eventually. It's too know. good not to. Yeah, uh, that's my point. So I'll lean the Reds with you. All right, next game up. I'm wondering if my five, if you were actually, if I'm going to nail the game that you're on, this might be the one. Maybe I don't know. The Kansas City Royals are at the San Diego Padres. Padres are, you know, sometimes easy to fade. The Royals are very easy to fade. But the Padres minus 210, the Royals plus 175. Are you kidding? It show for the Brad Keller has been okay. I mean, a really kind of a bright spot, if you will, for that Royals rotation. But a plus 175, that's too much value to pass it up. Let's go, Royals. 10 bucks. 
<laughs> we're on the right side of moral support, but I just I can't pull the trigger on a lot of these ones. Let's see. I can get you Kansas City plus 185. I, I, oh it's, my a, it's a value play, man. I totally oh, agree. Exactly. I, yeah. I can't trust the Padres at all. I'm a moral support lean on Kansas City with you. All right, last game up for me then. Philadelphia Phillies are at San Francisco. Phillies won two out of three. Came off that loss uh, yesterday, but they're going against a San Francisco team. And listen, this might be the punt day for the Phillies because Falter has taken the mound with his 5.75 ERA. Uh, this is not a good situation. I don't know how they keep throwing him out there. They've got to have somebody in the minors that they put out there. Going against Alex Wood, standing joke. You guys know how much Panther loves his Wood. Only minus 115 on the home team with the better pitching matchup. I'll take it. Give me the 49ers for 10 bucks. See, minus 109 at home. Um, yeah, let's see. I'm going to lean Philadelphia in this one. I don't like the line movement. Something stinks in this one. It just seems really fucking weird. Uh, maybe they'd be fired up after, uh, you know, their their uh, their MVP on the Phillies got fucking tossed in his game yesterday. Maybe they'll rally behind him and have a little extra umph today. I'm going to lean Philadelphia, uh, but not betting it. Well, I did not find your game with my five. So what is your game today? Ugh. Let's see. Let's uh, let's look at Seattle and Boston. You got the uh, Mariners in town uh, visiting the Red Sox uh, on the mound for the uh, Mariners. Uh, Kirby. I don't know much about Kirby, but he's pitching pretty well this year um, on the opposite side. uh uh, Hook is getting uh, shelled, and I think the Mariners go on the road. They, they've they been playing much better as of late. They've been playing pretty good on the road. I think Seattle gets it done today. $10 bet on the Mariners. Yeah, I, I, I liked Seattle here. I thought they'd be a heavier favorite. The Red Sox getting swept by St. Louis has a very, very bad look. Their offense is didn't put up hardly any run support for their pitching at all. I had this kind of a toss-up game, like Seattle, didn't love them, so all you get is moral support. Yeah, it's uh, George Kirby came up, I guess, last year. He, he played in like 25 games. He's one of the he's a he's going to be a a uh, picture of their rotation for the foreseeable future. 2.62 ERA, 0.96 WHIP right now, not too fucking bad. But that is it. That is all I have for the DGENs today. So, uh, I mean, that'll be my contribution to the DGEN parlay is the Seattle Mariners. Uh, let's see. We agreed on a lot of things, so pick the other two you want to throw in there. We, we pretty much agreed on, on uh, you know, a good chunk of baseball. Hey, listen, I like Otani to get correct, and we don't have to eat too much chalk on him. And which one did I get the most moral support out of you? Maybe Kansas City. Like that's that's a, that's a big line, big plus you? line, yeah. Yeah, all right. We'll take the Kansas City and that big fat plus line. Put that in there. So we're looking at the Seattle Minesweepers, your Anaheim, California, Los Angeles Angels, and the Kansas City Royals. That will be your DGen parlay for the day. Do you got the total? Calculating it right now. Don't have it right now. No total. All right. We'll get out of here. We're heading on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But right here in the asylum, this is where we hang out, shoot the shit, call us by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids. That's all. Make some money, fools.
This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.